Well, good morning and welcome to the podcast. I am so grateful for all of you and thank you for your feedback to the podcast. Uh, I would ask you guys continue to share it with people. There's so many people that are hurting and just need a word of encouragement. And I'm praying uh, that these episodes have been uplifting for you. I'm going to come back to the marriage um, uh, series in a couple days, but I wanted to just do something that was on my heart. And it was really stems around the sermon that I just preached at our church here on Sunday. And it's around how do we get a breakthrough in a prayer? So I'm going to summarize kind of what I talked about. And I pray that you'll uh, share this with someone who's truly needing a breakthrough in prayer. And one of the things that I talked about was in order to get a breakthrough in prayer, we have to stop telling ourselves that we don't know how to pray. And some of that is stemmed from us looking at other people, hearing other people pray, and we immediately uh, just feel like we're inadequate to pray because we're not praying like someone else. God never told us to pray like anyone else. He just told us to come to him and to make our requests known to him. But sometimes we think it has to be fancy words. It has to be certain things we use. Now, I do believe that there is a certain way we should come to God from a standpoint of respect and honor and confidence, etc. But not necessarily the words. And we did this series on prayer when we first started the podcast. It was like months ago, maybe five months ago. And we went down the components of prayer. We did the Lord's Prayer. We did a couple different things, Psalms 23. But it's how you come to God. And it's really wants you to come uh, in faith, but not trying to come with fancy, fancy words. So that was number one. Uh, the second component of really trying to have a breakthrough prayer that he t- tells us in James, the fourth chapter, uh, that uh, I think it's verses uh, one through three. He said, you have not because you haven't asked. And so every time I read that, it really, for me, it's in telling that if you did ask, you probably would have. But James says, since you did not ask, you don't have. So he says, you don't ask God. It's almost like when we used to talk about a closed mouth doesn't get fed. And I think that's important that it's okay to ask God. And even if you're asking for the same thing over and over again, and I brought up um, the scripture that talks about uh, ask, it shall be given. Seek, you shall find. Knock, and the door shall be open. And those are present active uh, indicative uh, verbs, which it means to always be asking, always uh, be seeking, always be knocking. As children of God, there should never be a time where we are becoming self-sufficient because we're not. Uh, we live our lives every day uh, trusting in the one who is 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 the all-sufficient one, and that's God. And I never want to be confident or sufficient in myself because I'm not. I have too many flaws and weaknesses, etc. And then the third thing uh, we talked about that was brought up in the text was, he says, so sometimes when you do ask, so that's two different components. When you do ask, you ask with the wrong motives. And the motives in that text was really dealing with, they were looking at each other and uh, creating envy and strife and, you know, coveting and wanting what someone else had had. And if we're not careful, the wrong desires will end up in our prayers. 
And desires in itself are not bad. It wasn't. A, it's not an evil word because God has given us desires. It's when the desires start to compete with the spiritual side. And then you pray for something that has nothing to do really with what God uh, wants for you and has for you. And it's so it's so important. So we should always be praying that God's will be done in our lives. Uh, if you think about Psalms 37 and 4, it says that delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the, the desires of your heart. The key word in that is desire is delight. So if I'm delighting and I'm understanding what his desires are for me, then my prayer becomes what he wants me to pray for. And even the spirit, it talks about in the Bible, even the spirit uh, understands what we need. So even when you don't know what to say, the spirit knows what to say to God on your behalf. That is a blessing. Just thinking about that. And then the last thing we, we talked about uh, really in that text is uh, if you think about um, James, the fifth chapter, he then talks about is uh, he goes through a litany of a couple things. If anyone among you are sick, anyone among you happy, they should sing songs of praise. If they're sick, they should uh, go to the elders. If they're in, if they're suffering, they should pray. And what he's saying is now we should be looking among each other, people that we know, and we should be taking those prayer requests to the Lord. There is no way for you to know if anyone is among you who is dealing with trials and tribulation unless you're truly trying to seek them out. And as a body of believers, we should be trying to do that. So this week and moving forward, I'm just asking all of us to let's ask God for some unselfish prayers and also uh, let's spend time making sure that we're lifting up hurt and pain of others outside of ourselves. And when he says, when you do that, the prayers, the fervent prayers of the righteous will avail as much. So hope you be blessed. Tell somebody there is still hope and encouragement. Do not give up on God. Yes, I know that's a cliche, uh, but I believe that. Don't give up on God because he has not given up on you. It's not just a cliche, but it is a fact. You guys be blessed.